Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Hi, and welcome back to The Coaching Show. My name is Clarice Connolly, and I am with Michelle Aiken. Christopher is not in today, so we are taking over. And today we're going to be interviewing Jen Sincero. She is a number one New York Times bestselling author, success coach, and motivational cattle prod who has helped countless people, including myself, transform their personal and professional lives via her seminars, public appearances, newsletters, and products as well as books. She's spoken on stages all over the world and has coached full-on superheroes, helping her clients build their dream businesses, become New York Times best-selling authors, navigating million-dollar business deals, finding their soulmates, and forgive their bitchy mothers who they never realized were doing the best that they could. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. I am. I just want to say thank you so much for putting your work out there. I I definitely um, read your first book at a very rock bottom, low place of my life, and I didn't even realize until I flipped to the back that you were a life coach. So reading your books, and I'm I'm really excited to dive in on your newest one. You are a badass at making money. Um. I really love reading your books because you normalize the life experience that we are all having and the way that you just authentically and rawly spill your thoughts, feelings, and wisdom into a book so that it's so relatable just is really one of those things that I, it is for me, honest to God, the self-help book of all self-help books and (laughs) bravo on doing this twice. Uh, oh, and Jen, I just have to let you know that Clarice and I, um, most of the coaches in our organization are so jealous of us right now. Yes. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I'd love to kick it off, actually, Jen. I have a question for you. So um, you talk about how your breakthrough in money came from making a decision. Totally get that. I'm also a coach. You know, it's decisions are where breakthroughs come from. And I think to a lot of people who might not be well-versed in this, that just sounds too simple. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, happiness right. is a choice. If it was, then I would just choose to be right. happy. That's dumb. Um, so right. I, I think that there's just something in the way of people making that decision. And I wonder what your thoughts are on that or what's in the way. You know, we're, I think it really is that we're subconsciously attached to our stories and we're subconsciously attached to our old identity. So, you know, we see it. I, I, I have a great example of when you break up with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Usually people are miserable for like a year at least before they <laughs> go ahead and break up with somebody. It's because you're still too attached to the false benefits of being with that person. And mm-hmm. false benefits are, you know, having a partner, feeling familiar in that relationship, whatever it is. And so the relationship we're having with our present identity is the same until one day you wake up and you're like, I'm out of here. It is over. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's almost just a ripening or a waking up. But um, we, can, we can help ourselves get there faster 
by um, reading the self-help books mm-hmm. and, you know, for me going to money-making seminars and really knowing that I wanted, even though I, already, I, I wasn't ready to make the big leaps I needed to make yet, but sort of prepping the groundwork and getting my confidence up and, and the information coming in uh, before I took the leap. Wow, yeah. You know, I, I think that a big part of transformation or personal transformation is to stop lying to yourself about how it's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which absolutely. sort of mm-hmm. is in there, right? Because we're all just, we're so good at it because then it feels good. You know, at least at know. least I know how bad it is <laughs> and then, and I can keep it a secret. Uh, I love, I love that. Yeah, thing. and I, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no good. No, I think, I think we lie to ourselves because of the, you know, it's one of the most primal human fears is the fear of abandonment Mm -hmm. and when we change what and we don't really realize we're doing it but when we change who we are in the world we're killing off our old identity and when we kill off our old identity we're changing that unspoken agreement with everybody we love who's close to us that you know i'm this person you're that person and this is our relationship together if you change you change that relationship and you risk abandonment Mm -hmm. and so i do believe that is where a lot of this stuff comes from is um is wanting to stay in the same place because we're scared of the unknown. Yeah. I think that that's a piece that you mentioned in this new book, that you are a badass at making money that really stood out to me is that we have, we have to kind of switch the way that our belief systems and ultimately the one point that stands out the most to me was to believe it first and then we'll see it. And Really, I love in your book how you so subtly and like discreetly put in all these spiritual beliefs and, you know, the importance of faith and not in this like, I'm going to stuff this down your throat. I'm, you know, a super hippie and this is great. Just believe in mantras. I love (laughs) the way that you really kind of force and challenge people to kind of switch it up. So what do you think is something that, you know, you could kind of share with us in this moment about the book that you offer around that? Well, realizing how important faith is, because if you don't have faith, you're not going to take the great leap, right? If you Mm -hmm. don't have some part of you that, even though, like, let's take me, for example, I was broke until my 40s. I was living in a converted garage. I had a lifetime of proof that I sucked at making money, that money wasn't there for me, that it wasn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. So I could easily have faith in that truth, right? Because I had proof that that's how it was, how that's how I was. But the real thing, the thing about faith is, You have to believe it first, and then you see it. So even though I was looking all this proof in the face, I decided instead that I was going to have faith that that wasn't the truth, that the truth was that I desired to make more money and that I could make more money and that I was a badass at making money. And I stared at that thing all day long. Every, You know, I changed my thoughts. I... I I changed my mantra from I can't afford it to I am in an abundant universe and I receive money with great glee and ease. Um, I did all this stuff that was, you know, quote-unquote unrealistic, and and I did it because I had faith. And if I didn't have faith that I could change my life, that it was available for me too, I never would have made the effort. Mm -hmm. Now here's something for the naysayers about that. I, I think everyone has faith. I just think people have faith in the wrong thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're really good at having faith in the negative. 
and how things are going to go mm-hmm. terribly. We're we're so good at at telling <clears throat> ourselves stories and believing that, and then creating it, and just saying, "Well, that's how it goes." Mm-hmm. And I, I always say, like, if you're going to have a belief, you might as well have a positive one because you're really good at the negative ones. So maybe you could be really good at the positive ones. And it sounds like that's what you it's did. It's a choice. Then. Yeah. Yeah, well, it really is a choice. And the thing that is so insulting about all this is it's really just a decision. So I stayed broke for 40 years, and it was just a choice. Like that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> it's not some <laughs> I, 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 cho- I chose this? I chose this? What a this? bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and people don't want to hear it. it we really have too much a, pride. We have like a lot of pride, what? and um, we have too much pride. We don't even oh, yeah. want to hear that it's a choice yeah. because you're right. As soon as you make a choice like that, it is so simple. It's so simple that it invalidates your entire existence so far, and that is exactly. a lot to be with. Exactly, and we'd much rather prove ourselves right, prove that the economy sucks, prove that it's hard to make money, prove that our boss is a jerk. Like, oh, my God, what a snore. (laughs) It's a lot of wasted energy. (laughs) It is boring, though. I love that you said it's a snore because isn't it boring? That's what everyone's saying. Nobody. I was just saying in the last segment, nobody wants to be like everyone else if you ask Mm -hmm. them, do you Mm want to be like everyone else? Mm -hmm. But yet we do. We want to be just like everyone else. We want to have the same thoughts and the same problems so that we can – I don't know, just feel like we belong to your point about abandonment. Mm-hmm. 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 It's really true. And especially with money. Like, God forbid you walk around saying, I love money. Yeah. You know, like that is <laughs> not done. Yeah. No. That is like, you are a big bad person if you do that. Right. <laughs> what would you say are um, three pieces of advice that you would want to give someone around money and, and becoming a badass about making money? First, to become aware of your thoughts and beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the I can't afford it, money's hard to make, I'll have to do stuff I hate to make money. Mm-hmm. Get really clear on your thoughts and beliefs and rewrite them mm-hmm. uh, and into something that may at first sound ridiculous or scary or stupid um, and keep saying those new mantras, catch yourself in your thoughts, make the choice to think better thoughts and say better things. And then second, to um, take risks all the time. Whatever scares the hell out of you, if, it, if it's in the direction of your goal, you have to do that scary thing. If you only do things that feel safe and comfortable and known, you will get nowhere because you got where you are by doing those things. So if you want to change your life. You got to change your life and you got to do things that scare you. Fear is an awesome compass. Don't use it as a, as a roadblock. If it's scary, you're going in the right direction because it means you're going outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And, um, the third thing is to hang out with people who are making money, who have a great relationship with money, who feel good about money, who are going to encourage you to go be big, bad, and bold, as opposed to, you know, tell you why it's not going to work or tell you they're worried about you or whatever. Hang mm-hmm. out with people who are going to support you and encourage you. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's an important one, too, because I, I don't think – I remember when I first started coaching uh, or working with a coach, my coach called me one day and said, who are your friends? just curious. And I said, (laughs) Justin, who's my husband. And I really didn't have a squad. You know, Mm -hmm. I just didn't have people I was hanging with. And so I purposely went out and made friends and I made friends with people who were number one, they were older than me, which Mm -hmm. just helps because they had been farther in life. Um, and they were doing well and they were pursuing their goals and it, it completely changed my life to start hanging out with those people. So I totally align with that. I haven't actually heard 
that exact advice in a while, but it's it's um it's it's very important when you're trying to change such a deep seated belief about yourself because if you're surrounded, you're immersed. Like you said, go to seminars, read books, immerse yourself in new beliefs, and you won't feel foolish. Because I think a lot of people think if I if I just take on this new belief, I'm going to feel foolish. And mm-hmm. well, you might mm-hmm. actually. Um, but the more support you get, and the more people you surround yourself with who believe the same, the less the less foolish you'll feel because you got some compadres over here. They get you, and they're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, it's ultimately um, like yeah. We're your... very malleable creatures. Very. Yes. So yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's a huge like you're a product of your surroundings too. So mm-hmm. how do you yep. how do you feel that your level of confidence ultimately affects you know your money income wallets and banks account, bank bank accounts. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really important. Um and um but you know you can't it's like you can't wait until you have all the money and all the time you know, available to you before you make the big leaps. And so you can't wait until you're feeling totally confident to go out there and make money because you haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you're going to be terrified. And, of course, you're going to have to do stuff that you've never done before. So, of course, you're not going to feel confident. But Mm -hmm. it will grow. Like, the the, confidence is a muscle like everything else. And um, you've got it. you just got to get it back in shape. And the best way to get it back into shape is to is to keep taking the next right step and to keep pushing yourself over and over. It's like adding weights to, at the gym, you know. Just keep adding the weights, keep doing the next scary thing, and, you know, before you know it, you'll be standing in a whole new reality, and you will have tons of confidence in an area that you can't even believe you're standing in right now. I love that. <laughs> is that kind of the experience you're having now, Jen? Because I know you're on tour, and you're doing a bajillion interviews and book signings and all kinds of stuff. What's, what's your experience like? Being on tour and doing interviews? Yeah. I love it. It's oh the funnest God. ever. I mean, I get, oh, my God, I get to meet all my people who yeah. got me where I am. I mean, seriously, if it wasn't for all the people I'm meeting on tour and people like you and, you know, oh, my gosh, it's it's so much fun. It is the best part of my job, I, without a doubt. Yeah, I can't even, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I read your book. And then became a life coach. And I was like, yep, so I'm writing a book like this. It's going to be exactly like this. And I'm also going to be a life coach because this is amazing. And so soon, you know, the podcast, writing a book and touring and speaking. So thanks for being my role model and rocking the hell out of it. Anytime, Sam. (laughs) We have an hour or one minute. I wish we had an hour left. That would be amazing. We have one minute left. And ultimately, I would just like to ask you, you know, what's one money habit everyone should start doing right now? Start scaring the crap out of yourself. Nice. <laughs> Do always go towards the fear. If oh, you've got, if so you've got an idea of something that's going to make you money, the second you um, think of it and the second you start making excuses as to why it won't work or why it's too expensive or why it's too risky, change that around and figure out how you're going to make it happen. I love that. That is something I feel like not very many people say, but that's so true and horrifying all at the same exact time yeah <laughs> horrifying yeah horrifying is there anything else you'd like to leave us with i know we have about 15 20 seconds left thank you so much for coming on the show yeah. my pleasure if you want to find more about me i'm at jensincero.com j-e-n-s-i-n-c-e-r-o.com and i really feel strongly about you this, this you guys we got to get all the big-hearted, altruistic, mm. conscious people of Earth can make lots and lots of money because money is power and we have work to do, people. So, Yay! Come on. 
get, let's get rolling. Awesome. (laughs) So there's this really fun thing that just happened. I read the cameras wrong and I actually have 10 minutes. So that's exciting. Oh my gosh. Okay, good. Because I have a question I wanted to ask. Yay. We can do that whole outro thing again. Cosmic redo. (laughs) Copy and paste it, Jen. Um, Okay, I'm so glad that we have more time. Yay. So in the book, you, you talk about that there's a downside to saving all your money, which my soul leapt at this idea. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, look at your reaction. (laughs) uh, Seriously, like we want our souls to be leaping because, especially when it comes to money, because if we see it as, you know, we have to save all of it and it's irresponsible to enjoy it while you're making it, I mean, that takes all the fun out of it and you're not going to be terribly inspired to go out and rake it in if it's this big, heavy, fun-free situation. So... Mm. Save it. I'm a big believer in saving. I think it's really important, but I'm also a big believer in having fun and enjoying your life. And I think that it will help (laughs) you make more money in the long run because it's an enjoyable experience. And we are emotional creatures and Mm -hmm. we are fueled by things that turn us on. And um, if you if you keep money in that space that makes your soul leap, uh, you will do many more things that you need to do to make money than you will if you feel like you have a big fat wet blanket of no fun on top of you in the money department. Yeah, that and that's the piece that I really enjoyed about reading this as well as how you know relating to human beings as soul creatures and really just getting this piece of out there that it's not about making money to be greedy or to be wealthy or to be rich. It's about making money to like ultimately set your soul on fire and to make a difference and have a rippling effect in this world. And we need more people like that. So what is your... And you know, I just... Go ahead. Sorry. the, The one chapter I am the most excited about in my book is a chapter on allowance because I don't think anybody talks about this. There's so many brilliant books out there about how to make money and how to manage your finances and all that stuff. But if you haven't given yourself permission to make money, it seems like such a basic thing, you're not going to get anywhere. And in our culture, it's so the big bad wolf to focus on making money. And, um, and so, you know, if you, and we focus on that it's the root of all evil, that people do, and people do do horrible, horrible, unthinkable things to make money. But our everyday experience of money, it, it's wonderful. Like, I just bought an awesome cup of coffee this morning with some money, and I'm staying in a great hotel because of this money, and I, you know, have, I, I get to travel with this money. So it does, mm-hmm. let's focus on the good instead of the bad all the time, because if we're constantly obsessed with the bad, we will not give ourselves permission to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I started a uh, craft project recently where I make um, this little pom-pom with googly eyes every day, and I put it up on Instagram, and I've been adopting them out to people. So whoever comments first, I mail it to them. And someone commented the other day, can I buy them? Or are you going to start an Etsy? And I hadn't thought about it. And I got this comment from someone else that said, you shouldn't start an Etsy. It's more noble and pure to do it the way you've been doing it. I started a Facebook group called the Buy Nothing Group, and we're all about like being spiritual with our money. I was like, oh, my goodness. I want to go take your group down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spiritual thing. Like, thou shalt not be spiritual and rich. Mm-hmm. Yes. They shall never meet. God. <laughs> Talk about a snore. I'm asleep again. 
Exactly. <laughs> and I am yes. starting the Etsy. I am oh, starting it. And I'm going to start Rock selling on. them. Why not? That, that's why so not? I'm a coach, but yeah. I can be a pom-pom maker. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like also the touching on the piece too of shame. I mean, there's so much shame around money and there's so much shame mm-hmm. when thinking about money. Like what do you feel are people's biggest fears when it comes to money? That you'll be judged as one of those mm-hmm. greed-mongering, power-hungry people. Um, you know, again, and then, you know, you will be abandoned. Um, that you, for, you know, for me, my biggest, one of my biggest fears was that money was not available to me. I really felt like I'd see somebody with a mansion and a yacht, and I'd be like, that is a different species, that is a different species of me. Like, that didn't even seem... Honestly, like within the realm of possibility, I didn't realize I was thinking that, but I totally was. Um, you know, and that, um, that I, and also that we're going to have to do stuff we hate to make money, that there's no joy in it, that it's, you know, it's work. Mm. And, you know, hobbies are fun, and things that you don't do for money are fun, like making googly eyed pom poms, but you couldn't possibly make money <laughs> doing that because um, then that would be work, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. I think that's that's like shifting your context to work and money is is a huge mm-hmm. belief system that you have to break up. And that's such a playful way to kind of approach it too. Thanks. Yeah, I think following the you know, it's go risk things and do stuff that scares you and also f- following what's fun and mm-hmm. what feels good and um mm-hmm. and capitalizing on it cuz that's I don't know the advice I've always given to anyone who wants to start something creative and they're like, should I, should I do this? Should I do that? I'm just like, what do you, what do you want to do? What's fun? Mm-hmm. Cause that's mm-hmm. the thing that's going to end up making you money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just want to add a little addendum to the, um, to the phrase, do what you love and the money will follow. I, you know, I'm all about that, but you have to have, do what you love, figure out the income streams for it and the money will follow. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it is a Great hobby. point. It's a it's a mm-hmm. lucrative hobby, maybe, maybe if you're lucky, it's lucrative. Yep. But it's not a it's not a career or a business, right? I I love that. Yep. I love the piece too. Like do what you love, and ultimately that comes down to like following your intuition. And it's really like this calling that you know most people kind of ignore or you know don't spend much time actually listening to. And there's ultimately this piece of like, you know, you mentioned like being a demand and also surrendering to what you what's possible huh. yeah and um it's such an interesting delicate little dance you know it's all mm-hmm. about focus and drive and tenacity and staying the course and then leaning back and letting the new stuff come in because the thing that's sort of hard to wrap our minds around is we haven't done it yet so we don't know how to do it um, when you change your whole life and you change your financial situation, you've never done any of the stuff you're about to do because you'd be rich now if you did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. you do what you know how to do. You make better choices with your thoughts and words. You take big, scary risks all the time, and then you lean back and you let it come in because I'll tell you, nine times out of ten, the thing that you're going to do to make the, the, the new money you have never, ever done before and you couldn't see it before because you were so focused on 
on your old reality and your old belief system. So when you change your belief systems, you're going to see a whole bunch of new stuff that is terrifying. You're like, is that it? Oh, my God, that's what i got to go do? Mm-hmm. But you're not going to know it until you experience it. Yeah. That's you so know, good. it comes to mind for but me that there's – oh, sorry, was that Jen? I was going to say, so don't sit around and try and figure it out. I think that we place way too much importance on having a very well-mapped-out plan right in place. It is important to get a plan in place and to get specifics in place, but you have to stay open. You do not know, and and be okay with that, and um, look for new signs. You might have just answered my question, but I'll ask it anyway and see if you have <laughs> anything to add. So, we, so Clarice and I work with a lot of coaches, and a lot of them, maybe ourselves included from time to time, uh, have probably. some <laughs> limiting beliefs around how much money we can make as a coach. And then we talk to people who are interested in working with us and are scared about investing the money. And then that, that becomes this thing to overcome. For us, we're like, oh, I keep talking to these people who have the same money fears as I have. How can I coach them mm-hmm. when I have these fears? Mm. Is there anything that you would say to those people? Oh, and I do apologize. What was a juicy question. This is for serious. So, Jen, thank you so much for being on this show. Uh, if you can find out more about Jen Sincero on her website, J E N S I N C E R O dot com. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. I apologize about cutting you off. No worries. Anything else you'd like to say, Jen, on our way out? No, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. All Your right. search for the right office furniture will be done when you walk into Shore for sure. In our 46,000 square foot warehouse, you are sure to find the right new or used desk and chair for your home and office. Trusted for over 40 years, Shore is proven to provide great value, quality, and service. From free space planning to our white glove delivery service, you are sure to leave happy and satisfied. We're a family-owned business that will treat you like family for sure. Se habla español. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. 6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. 
the San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 